Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, each and every one who are joining in with us this evening. My name is Pastor Tylene Daly, and I welcome you to this special edition of Bible Study for Life. Amen. I count it an honor and a blessing to be standing in this evening for Evangelist Mary Scott and Iron Sharpens Iron. Evangelist Mary Scott is feeling a little under the weather this evening, so we are going to hold her up in prayer as we move forward this evening. Amen. Now, tonight we have a topic that the Lord has placed in my spirit a few days ago to discuss, and I want to warn you offhand that this is not a popular topic. This is not a topic that you are going to hear uh, preached in the sanctuaries a lot because a lot of the times we're not worried about the souls uh, of people, but we're worried about how sick our tithing baskets are. So we talk more about wealth and riches and the powers and the blessings of the Lord. But what we are going to talk about this evening is something that God has let me know is is very relevant for uh, what is going on today in a time such as this. Amen? So if you could do me a favor, I want you to reach out to your friends, your loved ones, family, and let them know that we are broadcasting live now on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We would love for them to listen in via the live stream, or they could listen in to us this evening via phone at 319-527-6091. And if anyone who calls in via phone would like to speak with us live on the air, you just simply press 1, and we will bring you on to talk with us live on the air. Amen. Or you can even listen uh, via the live stream via our social media pages, Twitter, as well as on Instagram. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Purpose underscore Kingdom. On Facebook, we are Purpose Kingdom. And you should find the link right there that if you hit that link, you're able to listen in. Now, however anyone chooses to do it, it is time for me to let you know that it is time to study, to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. So now, before we go any further with this evening, we are going to stop and have a word of prayer, and then we are going to dive right into God's word. Amen? Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, it is once more and again that we, your handmade servants, come humbly yet boldly before the throne of glory. 
Father, we come with a praise in our hearts and a praise on our lips this evening, God. We come, Father, just to simply say thank you this evening, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for everything that you have been doing for us, everything that you have done for us, and for everything that we are believing you to do this evening, Father. We come in advance and say thank you. Hallelujah, God. We come, Father, asking right now that you will release a refreshing anointing of your Holy Spirit, Father, not just upon me, but upon everyone under the sound of my voice this evening, Father God, from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet, Father. Saturate us afresh and anew with your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, God. And as you saturate us, Father, we ask that you will search us through and through, Father God, and anything that you may find in us that is not of you, Father God. We ask, Father, hallelujah, God, that you would remove it from us right now in the name of Jesus, God. And then, Father, we come before you as bad children before a good parent, Father, asking forgiveness of any sins that we may have committed, Father God, whether it was through thought, deed, or action, Father, sins of commission as well as sins of omission, Father God. We ask that you would forgive us and cast them into yonder sea of forgetfulness, Father, that they will not rise up against us day of judgment, Father. Then we ask, God, that you give us a repentful spirit from those things, Father God, that we will walk in our deliverance, walk in our newness, hallelujah, God, walk in the power and the might of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. We ask, Father God, that you will visit upon your daughter, Evangelist Mary Scott, this evening, Father God, that you will allow healing to begin to flow over her body, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We come to let that demon of infirmity know, Father, that we are children of the Most High God. We are kingdom citizens. Hallelujah, God, that we have been sealed with the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah, God, and that sickness, disease has no place in our dwelling in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you will toil the soil of our minds this evening, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that your word will fall and take root on good ground this evening, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, Father God. Then, Lord, as I always do, I sit surrender to your will and to your way this evening, Father God, in the name of Jesus, have your way this evening, Father, for I am mere uh, uh, clay, but you are the part of Father God. So we ask that you have your way. Hallelujah, God. Now I ask that you will allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It is in the mighty, marvelous, healing, delivering, saving name of Jesus the Christ that I pray. Amen, amen, 
and amen. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you. Hallelujah. We praise you this evening. Hallelujah, God. Again, I want to welcome you to this special edition of Bible Study for Life. I am your host, Pastor Tarlene Daly, and I am standing in for Evangelist Mary Scott of Iron Sharpens Iron. Amen. And today, as I said, this evening's topic is not a topic that is one that you hear spoken about a lot because it, it, it's a very serious topic, but we just going to dive in. I'm not going to give explanation on what God is doing or how God is moving. We are just going to jump into God's word. Amen. And today we are coming from the book of Proverbs. Amen. We're coming from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 14. Amen, God. We're coming from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 14. And it is a very uh, a small verse within itself, but it is a small verse that holds a powerful punch. Amen. And it reads as follows. It says, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and the good man shall be satisfied from himself. Amen. I'm going to read that again. It's just one verse. It says, the backslider in heart shall be filled, hallelujah, with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself, amen? Now, the topic that the Lord has placed in my spirit this evening is uh, the topic of what a person does will come home to them, amen? What a person does shall come home to them. Amen. Now, this particular scripture, um, it, it has within it a common principle laid out clears to be equally true in reference to the two characters in whom it is speaking. Amen. The scripture itself, amen. Um, I'm sorry, the scripture itself is talking about two individuals, amen, and these two individuals, um, although in every other respect are a complete contrast one of the other, except for this one thing, and that is that a good man, will, uh, I'm sorry, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. Now, people are afflicted by the course which they pursue. For good or bad, their own conduct will come home to them. The backslider and the good man are very different, but in each of them, the same rule is exemplified and fulfilled. They are both filled by the results of their lives. Amen. Uh the backslider becomes filled by that which is within him as seen in his life. And the good man also is filled, but he is filled by that which grace implants within his soul. Amen. So again it says the backslider becomes filled by that within him as seen 
in his life, and the good man is filled by that which grace and that grace comes from God is implanted within our souls. Amen? Now, the evil leaven, and let me explain to you what I mean when I say evil leaven, because, you know, during the Feast of Leaven, we take all of the leaven out of our homes. Leaven is a representation of sin. Leaven is a representation of pride, something that puffs you up. And the evil leaven in the backslider leavens his entire being and sours his existence, while the gracious fountain in the sanctified believer saturates his whole person and baptizes his entire life. Hallelujah, God. In each case, the fullness arises from that which is within the man and is in its nature like the man's character. The fullness of the backslider's misery will come out of his own ways, and the fullness of the good man's content will spring out of the love of God which is shed abroad in his heart. Amen. Now, I guess by now you have figured out that we are talking about backsliders this evening versus a good man. Amen. And and the the best way to get you to see a, a real uh, purposeful meaning of this passage would come out better if I was to use some type of an illustration. Amen. So for this evening, we are going to use the thought of a Now, if we had two pieces of sponge, you know, a sponge, something that you can clean something up with, you soak something up with, and if we had these two sponges and we decided that we were going to fill them both with water, however, the first sponge, we take that sponge and we lay it in a pool of muddy, murky water. And what we realize is that the sponge is doing exactly what the sponge is supposed to do. It is being filled up with that which it lies in. And on the other sponge, we take that and we put it in a crystal clear stream, not just a crystal clear stream, but a pure crystal clear stream. And it also begins to fill itself up full of the element in which it was placed in. Now, these two sponges, both placed in water, but different types of water. One was dirty, mucky, marred, and and diseased. One was pure, crystal clear water. And the sponges did what they were designed to do. They began to fill themselves up with the water that they were laid in. Well, if you were to take the sponge that was laid in the muddy water and squeeze it out, what you would find is that what comes out of that sponge would be the sediment and debris, dirty, muddy-looking water, because that is what it got filled up with. Amen? And if you look at the stream or water, you will get pure water that you could drink, cook with, or even cleanse yourself in. Well, what does that have to do 
with the backslider and the good man. The backslider lay soaking in the dead sea of his own ways, and he fills himself up with the life in which he soaks up. However, the good man is plunged like a picture into the stream of the living water, hallelujah, God, which flows hard by the oracle of God, which is the son of God, and the river of the water of life will fill him up to the brim, hallelujah. So because that is what we're talking about, first we are going to discuss the characters of the backslider and the good man starting with the backslider first. Amen? And again, I would like to remind you that you are listening into uh, Purpose Kingdom Network, the 153rd episode. Amen? This is a special edition of Bible Study for Life, and we are filling in for Iron Sharpens Iron with uh, for Evangelist Mary Scott. Amen. And if you would like to call in, the number to call is 319-527-6091. Again, that number is 319-527-6091. And you can simply press 1 if you would like to talk with us live on the air. Amen. Now, we're going to talk about the characters um, of a good man versus a backslider, and we're going to begin with discussing the backslider. Amen? Now, um, this is a very serious but rough subject to discuss, um, but as I said earlier, it's one which is needful to talk about, especially during our present times with all that we have going on around us. Um, I trust that there may not be many under the sound of my voice who are backsliders in the worst sense of the term, but very, very few among us are free from the charge of having backslidden at some point in time and measure of our lives since our conversion or our acceptance of Jesus Christ into our lives. Amen. Even those who sincerely loves our Father God and Jesus his son, his son sometimes wanders away and find themselves in a backslidden situation or a backslidden state. And understand there is a difference between the two. We all need to take heed, lest there be any of us that find any evil in our heart of unbelief that drives us into a departing away from the living God. Amen. There are um, several kinds of persons who may be listed under the term backslider, but we um, are going to look at uh, just a couple because no matter how many different kinds of persons we can put under the term backslider and those um, who are filled each in his own measure by their own ways, although there are many kinds and many types, we are going to talk about the three major groups of them. Now, the first would be an apostat, those who united themselves with the body of Christ and for a time acted as if they were subjects of a real change of heart and subjects of the kingdom of God. These people are frequently very zealous for a season, 
for a season and may become prominent, if not imminent, in their positions in the body of Christ. They did one well, like those mentioned by the Apostle Paul, but by some means they are first of all hindered and then slackened their pace. After that, they linger and loiter and leave the crown of the cause for the side of the road. Hallelujah. That's what the apostates do, those who have just completely turned their backs on God. By and by in their hearts, they go back into Egypt. They go back into that which God had delivered them from. And at last, finding an opportunity to return and break loose from all of the restraints of their profession of faith, and they openly forsake the Lord. Now, truly, the last end of such a man is worse than the first. Amen? For you are considered, when you are uh, in apostate, you are considered a traitor against God. Of such, John has said, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not with us. Amen. So in other words, what happens is with an apostate, they get to a place where they get to a place in their lives where situations, hardness of heart, whatever it may have been, causes them to turn completely away from God. They turn completely away from the body of Christ. Amen. Now, the title of backslider applies to another class also. And remember, we're going to talk about the good man also, but we're talking about the backslider right now. The title of backslider applies to another class also. And although they are not as bad off as the first group that I spoke of, they do still find themselves in a very sad situation. Amen. And for the the example of this particular backslider, we are going to take a look at King David. Now, I know somebody sitting there saying, did she just say King David? How are you going to call King David a backslider? How, how are you going to say King David uh, of all the people? I mean, wasn't he a man after God's own heart? Didn't God love David? Weren't they close? Well, we refer when when we refer to backsliders who go into open sin, we have to look at King David. And you have to remember what went on with King David. King David was one who, yes, he loved the Lord, but he had a lot of shortcomings with him. Like he he committed adultery with Bathsheba and he killed uh, her husband so that he could have her and so that the husband would not find out about the adulterous act committed. And there were some other things that had went on with King David, and those types of things are things that we call open sins. Now, there are people who descend from purity to careless living, and from careless living to indulgence of the flesh, and then from indulgence of the flesh in little matters, into known sins and from one sin to another until they plunge into uncleanliness. They have been born again, true, 
and therefore the trembling and almost extinct life within must and shall revive and bring them to a place of repentance. Oh, they will come back, just like King David came back. But when they come back, they come back weary. They come back weeping. They come back humbled. And they come back hoping, broken hearted. The blessing in it is that they will be restored. The problem is that when you come back from one of these situations, although, yes, God will restore you, what I have learned through living is that you never actually get back to where you were in the beginning. Amen. Hallelujah, God. When you get into a place of living in open sin, although you come back, but what you find out is that you may not sing the way you used to sing. You may not pray the way you used to pray. Oh, you can still pray. And no, you're still anointed to pray. You're still anointed to sing. But it's just something about it that's not the way that it was before you fell. Amen. Uh, uh, like that of David after his crime, for he never again sung so jubilantly as he did in his former days. Amen. Remember that before King David's backslidden state, he was the one who would play the harp for Saul. And in him playing the harp for Saul, amen, he was able to soothe Saul's uh, troubled spirit and soul, amen. But after those backslidden states, he was never able to sing the same way. Remember, broken bones may heal, but you will always have some type of ache or pain that lets you know that there was a bone broken within your body. And if you don't believe me, just wait for a bad day to hit. Amen. Um, so, so that is the, the next one that we were talking about. Now, we may be addressing some of this this evening, and it's some sort of this this evening, or you may be addressing it, it's some sort of this this evening in your life. And if that is you, we want you to know that we are speaking with much faithful love. Hallelujah, God, that my brothers and sisters in Christ, if you are now following Jesus afar off, you will in some way mess up really bad. Look at what happened to Peter. Look at Peter when Jesus was taken to be crucified. And, and here goes the deep part. Just like Jesus lets you all know that if you stay too far from him, you're going to slip, fall, mess up, fall into a backslidden state. When Jesus was taken to be crucified, now you might as well say they had took John with him. John stayed through from start to finish. They took Jesus, John followed from start to finish. But Peter, he followed behind them afar off, and three different times, Someone pointed at him and said, I know 
know you, aren't you one of the followers of the Galileans? And Peter said, no, I I don't know him. You got me confused with the wrong person. Uh, That's not me. I I, I don't do that. You you got me mixed up with somebody else. And then the third time he said, I I just don't know him. Hallelujah, God. How many times have you been in situations where you may have denied God? Some of you say, oh, no, I would never deny God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. If you sat amongst a group of females or men and they were gossiping and tearing down the character of another person and you sat there and listened quietly and didn't get up and walk away or tell them that the backbiting they were doing was not of God and that it was wrong, then guess what? You denied God. If you were ever in a situation where God was pulling and tugging at your heart to share your testimony with someone because your testimony would have helped that person overcome what they were going through. Guess what? You denied God. Hallelujah, God. If he ever told you to get up in the middle of night and fall on your knees and pray, and you was like, who? I would, Lord, but you know, I got to be up at 5.30 in the morning because I got to be at that job by 7. Guess what? You denied God. See, that's why God has me talking about this this evening, because we as believers have to be so careful that we do not fall for the tricks of the enemy. Amen? So we have to be careful that we don't find ourselves in situations where we are denying God. Hallelujah, God. The third type of backsliding that we are going to talk about this evening, and I must be honest, I'm afraid that a very large number of us have at times come under this particular type. I mean, those who in any measure or degree, even for a very little time, declined from the point which they have reached in and through Christ Jesus. We call this sinitis, a flare-up of sin. Amen? I'm going to say it the way my pastor, Reverend Johnny P. Bullock, used to say it. Being saved does not make us sinless. It makes us sinless. But the Word of God tells us that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Word of God also tells us that we must crucify ourselves afresh daily. We must crucify this flesh daily. We got to tell this flesh every day, yo, sit down. You don't control no more. The Spirit of God is in charge. And when we uh, neglect to crucify the flesh, it is possible for you to have a flare-up of sinitis. Amen. Now, perhaps such a person really should hardly ought to be called a backslider because it's not their predominant character or nature to operate in such a situation, yet they backslid in some measure or degree. Hey, man, uh, uh, somebody's sitting there going, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Pastor. Well, if God has delivered you from a filthy mouth, but you find yourself driving down the street and someone cuts you off and some words come out that probably would, shouldn't have came out, not probably shouldn't, that should not have come out, and that you probably would not have seen or said any other time you had a sinitis attack, you had a flare-up of sin, hallelujah, God, if you lost your temper 
somewhere in a mannerism in which goes against God's word. Because remember, God's word says we can be angry, but we must sin not. Hallelujah, God. Any measure of that, all of that is considered backsliding. And, and, and if they don't believe as firmly, if you find yourself in a situation where you, you, you find yourself questioning things you may not have questioned of God before, if you find, I don't mean questioning in a way to learn, I mean questioning in such a manner in which you are beginning to doubt him. If you find that you are not in love with Christ as intensely as you used to be, if you find that you are not serving him as zealously as you formerly did, then guess what, my brother and my sister, God has told me to let you know this evening, it's because you have in some way or measure fallen into a backslidden situation. Amen. Hallelujah, God. But the beauty of it all is that you do not have to stay in that situation. Hallelujah, God. Now, having said all of this, I can only speak further of the last two states of backsliding, being an open sin, and sinitis. I'm going to leave out the, uh, the uh, mm, I don't know why I'm getting ready to get tongue tied. The devil is a liar. We're going to leave out the apostate part because that very first one leads into a reprobate mind and will lead us somewhere else um, further into a different type of discussion. So we're going to leave that out as we move forward because once you get to that reprobate mind, I'm going to be honest, I got to do more studying to see if a person can come back from a reprobate mind. I don't recall seeing any places in God's word where once he's turned you over to a reprobate mind that they came back from it. I'm not saying that with surety. I'm just saying that I have not seen it as of yet. And if you out there listening have ever read it, then feel free to join in with us on the discussion this evening. The number to call in is 319-527-6091. Again, we would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Uh, now, the first part that we're going to talk about, I'm sorry, not the first part, the next part of what we're talking about is we're going to deal with this word, backslider. And if you notice, he calls it a back. Lighter. He did not say a back runner nor a backwards walker. He did not say a back leaper, but a back slider. That is to say that the person slides back with an easy, effortless motion, softly, quietly, perhaps unsuspected by him or herself or any of those around them. Amen. The life of a believer is very much like a, a, a climbing a mountain um, or going around a mountain. Amen. Um, you, you need certain tools to be able to safely get up a mountain. Amen. Especially that rugged side of the mountain, that jagged side of the mountain. You need tools to be able to chip and secure yourself, to find form, uh, firm uh, footing so that you can reach up to the next place in what you have to go. Amen. And, and, and only with uh, uh, difficult labor and cutting and chipping and pinning and grabbing and feeling can you make any 
progress. And what I, I, I really learned and loved about this um, analogy is that when you go to climb a mountain, you usually have some sort of a guide with you, amen? That guide is to help you. They are there to, to uh, one, they fasten you to them so that if you fall, you don't fall and die off the mountain, but the weight of the rope that is attached to them will catch you. So you may fall, but you will get caught in your fall, and they will help to pull you back up so that you can get your safety in your footing established, amen? And, and, and what I realized is that nobody, when they're climbing up a mountain, I, I never saw where someone fell up the mountain. <laughs> they never to the next plateau, but they easily will slide down or slide back, or in other words, backslide. This is easily done, and I'm going to show you how it's easily done so that we can begin to overcome the enemy when we see him showing himself in said manner. Amen? So what happens is if you've ever driven around a mountain, if you know that when you're coming down the mountain, there's not just a steep drop. There's a lot of twists and bends and curves that go around coming down a mountain. Amen. And if you notice a lot of times when you're coming down a mountain, it's very rare that you um, even realize or can feel that you're going down the mountain because the curves are made in such a way so that your body can adjust to the descent down the mountain so your vehicle can get you safely down the mountain. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Well, that's how sin is. Sin is the road down the mountain. Amen. And if you are not connected to the guide, it is easy for you be, to begin to fall behind. If you are not connected to the guide, Satan uh, uh, will act as an engineer, and he will take you on a road that will lead you down the mountainside versus continuing to move forward. Uh, if they desire to carry a road from Yimba Alps right down into the valley far below, they never think of making the road plunge in such a way that it would scare you. They do it in such a way that you can't realize it. Sometimes the people with you cannot even see the little small twist or the little small turn or the fact that they might be two steps ahead. That's how crafty the enemy of souls, he fetches things down from their high places. Whenever he gets a good man down, it's usually by slow degrees. He begins to slide you down the mountain. Hallelujah, God. But that's okay that he slides you down a mountain because if you remember, God's word tells us, hallelujah, God, that he is married to the backslider. Yes, God, I'm going to get 
to the good man and the righteousness of a good man in a second, but I can't go any further without reminding you that God's word says that he is married to the backslider. Hallelujah, God. So if you find yourself in this backslidden state, it is not a state that you have to stay in unless you choose to stay in it. But once you realize that you've begun to backslide or slide backwards or that once you realize maybe you've been in a backslidden state and don't even realize it, but you realize that when you pray, you don't pray the way you're used to. When you shout, you don't shout, hallelujah, God, the way you're used to. Well, my God is here to tell you that if you were to just call out on the name of Jesus, because if you remember when I said that the life of a believer is like climbing a mountain, and that each mountain, if a person was to go to climb a mountain, that each time they are usually provided with a guide, and that guide's job is to keep you anchored to the mountain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And if you look at it, Jesus is our God, and he is carrying us over the mountain of life. Hallelujah, God. And he has us tethered to him with a security rope that we call the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, God. So that if something was to happen and we fall, the Holy Spirit would catch us, would deliver us, would save us, would keep us. Hallelujah, God. Would give us the know-how to place our feet back on good ground, to get into a good place in a good standing with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. No matter what it is, no matter what you've been through, hallelujah, God is here for you this evening. God is coming. He's calling for you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I remember in Word of God talks about a time where the Sadducees and the Pharisees had came to see Jesus, and they were uh, questioning him on uh, why he would eat and talk with sinners and with the sick and with the prostitutes. And Jesus' words to them was, does the physician come to see the healthy or the sick? Hallelujah, God. I'm sharing that, and I was paraphrasing that for you people, but understand that I'm paraphrasing it for you to know that no matter what situation you may find yourself in today, no matter where you are listening under the sound of my voice, Jesus, if you call out on the name of Jesus, the word of God said there's no other name given under the sun in which a man shall call and be saved other than the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Somebody said, oh, we can't say Jesus. There were no days then. Then call him his name in Aramic, Isa. Call him his name in Hebrew, Yeshua. But whatever name you call out to the God man, the Son of God, the God-man manifest or made flesh who tabernacled amongst us, once you call out to him, you will and can be saved. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Now, the good man, the good man, the good man, it says that the good man shall be satisfied of himself, but understand that it is not of himself in which he is satisfied. It is actually through Christ Jesus, because the Bible says that 
uh, 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 I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives within me. So the good man, that righteousness that you see, that's not you. That is Christ in you, because even a good man can slide backwards. Hallelujah, God. If not but for the grace of God, where should we be? But whether you find yourself as the backslider or the good man, please know, my brothers and my sisters, that whatever you do, it will come home to you. It will come live with you. If you plant apple seeds, you're going to get an apple tree. If you plant a fig uh, seed, you're going to get a fig tree. If you plant evilness, hatred, anger, despair, that's what you're going to get, evilness, anger, and despair. But if you plant the love of Christ, hallelujah, God, you get the love of God in return. And let me tell you that the love of God is an agape love. It's an unconditional love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's a love so deep that he came through 40 and two burning generations. Hallelujah, God. It's a love so strong that he laid his life down on an old rugged cross just for you, just for me, just for creation, his creation. Hallelujah, God. It's a love so wide, hallelujah, God, that when they placed him in the grave, three days later, he bust death grave and hell wide open and rose with all power in his hand, hallelujah, God, and it's a love so eternal that he ascended back unto the Father, hallelujah, God, offering us not just to be able to have everlasting life after this realm of existence, but we can begin to walk in the everlasting life of God through Christ Jesus even now in this existence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you can do it by just accepting the gift that he gave, which is his son, Jesus Christ. It's not hard to do. Basically, you just say, God, I accept that which you've given unto me. You come to him, we're going to do it formally, but you, you're just saying, God, here I am. And, and, and you're right, I'm in a backslidden state. I didn't realize it before today, but I'm in a backslidden state. I'm not singing like I used to sing. I'm not praying like I used to pray. I'm not witnessing like I used to testify. Somebody ain't going like this, but guess what? Preachers get there too. I'm not preaching like I used to preach. Hallelujah, God. I'm in a backslidden state. But, Lord, your word said you were married to the backslider. So I'm coming back to you this evening in a place of repentance in a place of brokenness, in a place of humbleness, and I'm asking you to take me back unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I ask you to come into my life and restore me back into my right standing with you. 
Now, that's for the, the good man that finds himself in a backslidden state. But we even have a word, hallelujah, God. We have a word this evening for, for uh, those of you who may have never known Jesus in the pardoning of your sin. You can come to today and just say again, God, I accept you into my life. I accept the gift of your son Jesus into my life. I ask him to come into my life. I ask him to make me new. I ask him to forgive me of my sins. I ask him to be Lord and ruler of my life. And once you say that prayer, according to God's word, you are saved. Now his word says that you just tell somebody. It says if you believe it in your heart and confess it out your mouth. So you just tell somebody. You say, hey, I gave my life to Christ today. Once you do that, we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Now we encourage you to find the Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until you do, bless God, that is why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for each and every one of you. Amen, amen, and amen. We want you to join us tomorrow evening, hallelujah, God, for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network right here on www dot blogtalkradio dot com backslash purpose kingdom amen and we are going to be coming to you tomorrow evening I'm trying to pull up the calendar right now as we are speaking we will be with you tomorrow evening at the nine PM hour with the real rock and the host is Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson. Amen. You do not want to miss this anointed man of God and the word that God will be bringing forth through him. Amen. We encourage you all to join us on our webpage. Our webpage is PKN Radio. Yes, you heard us right. PKNRadio.com. The Lord has blessed Purpose Kingdom Network to begin its own radio station. And in beginning our radio station, thank you, God. We um, are now able to broadcast the love of God through gospel music 24 hours a day. And at the 8 o'clock hour, you can also hear 8 p.m. Um, thank you, 8 p.m. hour. You can also hear a rebroadcast of the ministry that went on the night before right here on Blog Talk Radio. We thank each and every one of you for listening in again. Follow us on PKN Radio. Dot com. If you leave your contact information, we would love to reach out to you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. You know, the word of God is just so magnificent and so powerful. I see that we have a caller on the line. I'm going to bring our caller on. Caller. Hello. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, are you, oh. Michelle? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm blessed. I don't say I'm all right. I'm blessed. I just want That's to tell right. you, I just happened to go on Instagram once again, and I seen that y'all was hosting, and I called in, and everything you saying, 
I'm not going to tell no lies. You feel like you're talking directly to me. <laughs> you're talking oh, directly to me. <laughs> I needed this word bless because, God. yes, I've been in a backslidden state of mind. And, you know, lately I've just been so, like, irritated and angry and grumpy and just, you know, being humble, humble in my mouth, but it's in my head. (laughs) And that's the wrong place to be. In your head is not the wrong place to be. It's the wrong place to be. Because sometimes when you hear it too much, it will eventually start to come out your mouth. So I just thank you for blessing me with this word because I've been struggling for like two weeks, you know, trying to get myself mentally together, you know. I went through something and it it was so hurtful. The word of God tells us that as a man thinketh, so is he. So you are so right when you say that you're wrestling against the thought in, that, that you're having. And although they haven't come out, you find yourself thanking them a lot. And, and the blessing is that you see it and you know it. So right now we are going to have prayer on that and, and we are going to go before God. And that's what I love. When, when that's more, more importantly than that's what I love. That's what God loves. God loves when we our shortcoming and we just come to him and say, hey, Father, look, look what I did. I need you to fix this. Help me. Because he already yeah. know we in the mess. He already, he know, already we know what we want to do before we do it. <laughs> but he not going to force himself on us. No. We got to come and ask him for it. So we're going to have a quick prayer. Father God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for your daughter, Michelle, this for her heart, yes, Father, Father God, yes, her heart yes. that longs for you, Father God. You heard what she yes. said, Lord, that she is wrestling with her thoughts this evening, Father God, but the first battlefield yes, is the mind, Father God. We ask, Father, that you will just saturate yes, her yes, mind yes, right yes. now in the name of Jesus with your Holy Spirit, Father God, that when those thoughts come up, Father, you will give her yes, scriptures Father. to rebuke them with, Father in the yes, mighty Father. name of Jesus, God, we yes. take hold over all strongholds in her life. Yes. We plead the blood yes. of Jesus yes. upon them, Father. Yes. The only stronghold she will have from this day forward, Father, is yes. the stronghold Father. of Jesus Christ. Yes. We oh, ask God as she comes up this mountain of life, Father, yes. that you will hide her in the cleft of the rock, yes. which is your yes. son, yes. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. No matter which yes. way she goes, Jesus we yes. call for you on her this evening. Yes. Jesus, yes. we call Thank for you, you to Lord. descend yes. upon her this evening. Yes. Jesus, yes. we call for you to visit her this yes. evening. Hallelujah, yes. God. We thank you in advance yes. for the victory over yes. her life. We thank you yes. in advance for the victory yes. over the situation. Yes. Hallelujah, God. Yes. We glorify you and we magnify yes. you. Yes. We say yes. thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. amen. Hallelujah, God. Thank Ooh. you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Michelle, thank for calling thank in. You. And you know what scripture I want you to start with? When you yes, find ma'am. yourself in, in that place, first I want you to plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. 
Yes. It is good when we can plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves. Sometimes I got to rebuke my flesh. I put the uh-huh, I rebuke my flesh in the name of Jesus. I got to rebuke yes. me sometimes. Amen. But when you find yourself there, I want you to remind yourself that the joy of the Lord is your strength and just start praising him. Even if you have to fight through to praise him, you praise him anyhow. Give him a sacrifice of praise from your lips and watch God turn your situation around. Amen. 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 Thank you for calling in, Michelle. We thank all of our listeners who tuned I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, and I thank you. I said, and I thank you. (laughs) You are are so welcome. It all goes and belongs to God. I'm going to be talking with you soon, amen? All right, ma'am. Thank you. Um, We want to thank all of our listeners who called in to join in with us this evening. We want to thank those listeners all throughout the United States, those in Mexico, those in Russia, China, Poland, United Germany, uh, Australia, Austria, the United uh, Emeritus, Arab, something like that. Um, We're going to put up a post just saying thank you to all of those who listen to us worldwide, because as I always say, if it was not for you, there would be no need for us here. So we thank and bless and praise God for each and every one of you. We thank, bless, and praise God for each of you who joined in with me this evening for uh, uh, the 1,453rd episode, amen, of Purpose Kingdom Network. Remember, we will be back tomorrow evening for The Real Wrap at 9 p.m. right here on www.blogtalkradio.com. And finally, don't forget to follow us on pknradio.com. Please know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you. We are praying with you. Good evening. God bless and good night. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will he saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. Yeah.